everybody and welcome to brian and eric don't belong here it's a podcast about ghosts and goblins and conspiracies and other weird things like that i'm one of your hosts brian miller and sitting directly across from me is the other hosting guy the very handsome the very talented mr eric brenner what's going on man hello (laughs) i take everything back (laughs) Just the worst quasi-Polish accent. <laughs> Just fake Eastern European. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty good. We're trapped in the middle of a polar vortex. It's. I went out to go grab a soda before we started How recording. is it outside? Not good? It's truly so bad out there. Okay. Okay. I also uh, I bought a lot of caffeine pills from the internet, which arrived today. So I have approximately 75,000 milligrams of caffeine in my backpack right now. I'm a little nervous about that. Uh, we're going to see what happens. Are you going to, um, you remember that episode of uh, Saved by the Bell? with Jesse the Spano. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Eric, those caffeine pills, they're not love, I say, as I'm chunking a monster Red Bull. They make me, they give me energy, they make me feel good inside. <laughs> um, but fuck yeah, it's it's very cold out there. It's, it's not good. Uh, and we are, our office is right on the pier, so we're yeah, getting all that. river. On that fucking water wind. We got that water, that wild water wind. <laughs> oh, baby. We got we got a solid twenty minute walk to or uh, probably ten fifteen, yeah. uh, walk to the subway and it's gonna be unpleasant. I'm gonna say it's at least it's better going back to the subway than in the morning walking to your job in just directly into a frozen hell wind. That's that's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm realizing we went live, we started recording, and I have not plugged my computer in. So I'm gonna have you vamp while I do that. I'm a vamp, a vamp, vamp, a vamp, vamp. What do you? What, Different than that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna use words to talk to our audience. Okay, tell you what. Actually, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set you up with a prompt question. Okay. Prompt question. We've talked about this before, but just to set it sure. up. Sure. Eric, how do you feel in regards to space aliens? I love them. <laughs> is that the whole? Pro- okay, that's the whole prompt. Here's the thing, listener. Uh, I think space aliens are almost definitely real. Uh, I think there are some crazy, crazy, crazy abduction stories. I don't know what the deal with them is. I think what's weird is that a lot of them tend to happen in North America. Uh, They tend to have a lot of strange shared elements like missing time and weird markings on people's bodies of which there are many photographs were these extraterrestrials was it government experiments was it just backcountry kooks looking for a little publicity i don't know i'm not sure here we go we're charged in we're, we're locked and loaded we're locked and loaded brian i mean what do you what do you think what's your take on the space alien stuff well so here's the thing what if i told you not only are aliens real mm-hmm. they have walked among us on earth 
and are coming back. I would definitely believe you. <laughs> Say no more. I would 100% Just... <laughs> believe you. Uh, okay. So my uh, my buddy Trace Dean, who's a, a very good comic book writer man. Are you saying um, Trace Dean or Trey Steen? Trace T-R-E-S, Dean. Okay. Uh, very good comic book writer. You can check him out on Twitter. Uh, he sent me an article with just like, uh, this seems like something you guys would probably want to talk about. Great. Uh, and the it's an Atlas Obscura article from 2016. And the headline is, The Fascinating 80s Public Access Films Produced by a California UFO Cult. Here, I have a question. If these guys can get on public access, why aren't we on public access? We totally could do. I, I, I've late night texted you like, hear me out, public access. Uh, yeah, and I late <laughs> night texted you back immediately. Yeah, and then I didn't follow up at all. But <laughs> man, either. now I'm gonna do it. We should do it. Let's we get should. on public access. Let's get on fucking public access. That Fuck rules. this noise. That rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, what's the deal with these with these kooks? Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I would actually love to play for you. One of the videos I found. Okay. On uh, and then we're probably going to spend this whole hour falling down this hole. Sure. Um, I want to get your initial impressions just based on this initial. Uh, let's say pitch video. Okay. I think it's a, it. I that's the best way to describe it. Is I, it like their pitch to? public access no it's their pitch to us to getting oh, to, lit- to get to like find out more about it get, get okay. their literature I'd, I'd love to know are they still around may i ask they are in fact still around wow uh as far as i know i do not know how active or popular they are but uh-huh. their website is active and has like their copyright on the the website looks straight out of 2002 sure but the copyright is updated or whatever yeah, the word for it would current. be it's current uh, up to 2018. Let's reach. I would love to get one of these guys in the pod. If you're in this cult that we're about to mock and you would like <laughs> to come on our pod to rebut uh, our parody of your way of life. And we're totally open to that. Like yeah. we're, we're totally, hey, you were an asshole. Like we'll be yeah. very sorry. I actually know. I actually truly know nothing about this. So maybe I'm speaking too soon. Okay, here we go. So I'm starting off the video and it. One, the last barrier to space will be overcome. By 2001, an interstellar spacecraft from the star cluster Pleiades will arrive on Earth. By 2001, the Space Brothers will be helping Earth prepare to become the 33rd member of its interplanetary. So there's so much to unpack. There's a lot already. Uh, They're like in like an intergalactic disco (laughs) kind of situation. We start off. In space, yeah, we're in space. Uh, as the as the year two thousand one flies by, uh-huh. uh, and then we go into a spaceship that, yeah, it's a, a techno disco spaceship where I, I presume we will see a door has opened on this ship, uh, and I presume that we will find the Space Brothers. What is yeah the Space Bros? The space, <laughs> the Space Bros. Space Bros. That seems like an alternate name for our podcast. Yeah, I feel like we really made a mistake. Yeah, hang on, I have a question. Do we do we know the official name of this group? Uranus. Here's my. So I'm seeing. I just want to say, just so we don't get this wrong. I'm seeing. So I'm seeing Uranus on this video. In another video on the up next section, I'm seeing Children of the Stars, Unarius documentary. Do we know? I do not know. I guess we'll find out. Okay. Yeah, maybe they'll say. Reconfederation. Sound fantastic? It is. And it's true. Greetings, friends. I am Uriel. 
and we are Unarius and preparing the Earth people for the great Unarius is what she said. So there is a uh, a lady now on the screen. Uh, she's credited as Uriel, founder director of the uh, Uranius uh, Educational Foundation, and she just looks like a grandma. Ima- yeah, imagine like an old Southern belle just went to space. Right, she's got like a high cowled sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and uh, she looks very kindly, and she's talking about space stuff. She has a crown, it seems like, of some kind. Is that a crown or is that her hair? I don't know. It's a hair crown. Okay, so this actually is, so Uriel is uh, her Earth name. She prefers Uriel, okay. but her Earth name is Ruth Norman. Sure. And uh, I would also prefer prefer Uriel. Right. Uh, so her deal is that she is actually from space. Okay. She has uh possess or she was given an earth body oh. to be more so that we would be more comfortable around her. That's that's considerate. Uh she married a, another uh person from another world. Sure. And they started this educational center to get Earth ready for when we're we, we join galactic civilization. Huh. In two thousand one. Okay. So mark that on your calendar. It's already, it's happened. Landing in 2001. We have great understanding, teaching, and learning that the Earth from that time on will be a totally different place to live. Wait, can we pause it? Man will yes, learn of course. To live do, we, do we know when, when is this video happening? What this year? probably would have been, oh, the 1980s. Okay. So they gave themselves a little bit of a runway. <laughs> right. right i feel like it's one of those things when you're like procrastinating you always feel like it's gonna be further away than it is like in the 80s like we'll figure it out by 2001 we'll i don't know, know what to do right right by the by then the computers will be sentient and evil and yeah, locking yeah, yeah. uh what's his name in an airlock sure i can't let you do that dave right so yeah, it made total sense of like this will probably pan out by They then. were probably really banking on Y2K. They probably <laughs> thought that that's like the Sunday night snow day where right. you like didn't start the report and you're like, it's fine. We're gonna hit tomorrow, there's not gonna be a society anymore. None of our printers will work. Uh this whole thing will be great. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, that'll that'll work out great. Okay. All right, so we're going back in. So we're kind of in like a field right now, a real like hippie style. It looks nice. It looks actually very pleasant. I kind of want to join this uh, learning center. I would love to. With his brother, instead of trying to outdo him in everything that he attempts. That's a good message. The future we of see the Earth. Earth world, and this is the truth, <laughs> the future of the Earth world is positive, progressive. We promise you, we brothers of the light and space promise you infinitely and definitely that the future of the earth world will be a positive progressive and when they land i mean that's sort of nice it's a nice message it's yeah i mean like hey the aliens are gonna come and it's gonna be great there have been worse cult message like she's not trying to start a race war <laughs> we have twenty years before we have to eliminate an entire race. Yeah, she's not. This is not like Helter. This is just a nice old space lady <laughs> saying it's gonna things, be great. Things are gonna be our like my actual grandma didn't say <laughs> things that were that different. She just didn't have as cool of a collar. 
so I guess what my question is going to be yeah. was that, and I, I genuinely don't know the answer to this. What's the hard sell? Like, where's the money come in? Was this a get rich oh, screen? Oh, you mean like you got to, you got to pay to get into the inner sanctum. Right. That's what I want to know. I hope they have a compound of some kind. Oh, we'll dive into their website. Sure. I've, I saw the homepage of their website and then dude, no further research. Oh, let me I, ask you that. Like, do you think it's one of those things in a way? I feel like every grandma is kind of a cult leader. Like a want, like they just want to get you inside. <laughs> they want you to never leave. They want you to stay by their side forever. Eric, Keep- is your grandma an actual cult leader? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she is a Scientologist, neither here nor there. <laughs> no, I just mean they want you to stay. They feed you. You can't go outside. It's yeah, bad and dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah, that checks right. out. Uh, okay, so we're back above the earth, and uh, our Uriel here is explaining how great everything's going to be. It's going to be good. It will be a day of days. Can you imagine no. what it would be like? to have these 33,000 very intelligent, advanced spiritual beings. To oh, that's the other thing. It's not a race or like a like species, species of alien. Yeah. It is a whole galactic community that we're going to join. Oh, that's cool. Like we'll be ready for it then. And they can come down and like, hey, oh, by the way, there's a whole world. You're that- finally, we've been waiting for you. It's like our the Earth's sort of like uh, Sweet 16. Right, right. Okay. Like, you're not chill enough right now, but you're going to get chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to come and, like, if we're going to party. I will say if I was, like, a peaceful intergalactic alien uh, League of Nations, I might hold off on Earth for we're a, not doing... a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if they sort some stuff out. We would definitely probably try to nuke the first, like, <laughs> party peace emissary just, like, filled with cool sex spots. Just, like, kill it. Kill it. <laughs> nuke it from space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what the space force is for. Yeah. Just give it a give us a couple decades, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, any any aliens hearing this, give us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. give us a little bit. Uriel hasn't worked her hasn't done all of her work yet. Except me and Brian, we're chill as fuck. We're chill as fuck. Let us hang out on we're a spaceship. Yeah, we don't gotta hang out. <laughs> okay. Picture this. Sure. You and I, in the middle of doing this podcast, okay. we're abducted onto a chill party alien spaceship. Not okay. a bad thing. No no yeah, yeah. invasive probing. Yeah, okay. Just like, yo, what up? You guys seem chill. Yep. Let's hang. Yeah. Let's party. How soon are we kicked off of that spaceship? <laughs> like, um, immediately. <laughs> De- definitely. A- Not only are we kicked off the spaceship, <laughs> but the ship itself turns around. <laughs> And brings the news back to the home planet that as a species, we should just be crossed off the lit. Like, if this is what it is, <laughs> it's two seconds in, one of us knocks something over. And says, yeah. Is this important? Yeah, just like accidentally groping an alien because like we don't realize <laughs> that it's like an erogenous zone on this weird gelatinous ooze. We'd be sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't do it on purpose. No, of no, course I'd not. Real bad. Of course not. <laughs> Oh man, maybe we shouldn't be emissaries for Earth. Let's give it a shot. Let's I mean, let's try it. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're back. Down into this negative consciousness, this negative atmosphere, the whole world will immediately have a step up and a big one. And it will be a wonderful thing, and I can hardly wait. Whether or not you believe There's a saucer that's very uh, you are aware techno-y. and conscious yeah, of I mean, the many, many thousands of higher intelligent super beings 
that are projecting their love cool and their being. light and their intelligence to the Super earth being world. was like an orange, bald person. Yeah, just a man with a robe. Talking to a caveman. Yep. Happenings do, above all things, believe and be aware that we brothers all, one and all, and we number in the many... Uriel is now in space. We are projecting to you with all of our hearts the infinite love that stems from the most high dimensions. She's got like a cool sparkly space gown. And then we she just disappears into sparkles. Life and the future of Earth within an interplanetary confederation in a new book, Preparation for the Landing by cosmic visionary Uriel. So they throw the uh, the literature up on the screen, and man, believe me, I looked for it. Is it around? I couldn't find it, Nothing man. on Amazon? I didn't look that hard. Okay. <laughs> I did a cursory Google search, didn't see anything on the front <laughs> oh, page. Oh, you mean the Universal Internet Bookseller? No, I didn't check there. <laughs> nope. I mean, I do not believe this was uh, formally published like, by yeah, anyone, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. we could find it on eBay or something. If anyone has a copy of this book, please send it to please us. Please send it in. Uh, the book is called Preparation for Landing by Uriel. Fuck. Published by the Unarius Educational Foundation. Call 619-444-7062 for more information. That's not an active number, right? That can't be an active. I just had to, I feel like Eric and I both like turned to each other and had the same like look in our eyes of we got to we got to call, call that, that number right now. Should we call that number literally right, right now? Right now. Um, Eric here. Eric, Dude, we gotta call that number. Do right I just now. do it from my phone, or we do it from a computer? I can do it from my phone. I think you're gonna have to do it from your phone this time. Okay. But like, we gotta call that number literally right fucking now. Let's do it right now. Let's just see what it is. Cause I bet it's not active. It can't be. I hope it's just very like a well-staffed. All right, six one nine. Or for, actually, I'm not, should I even read it out loud on the air in case it's like not? It's on this YouTube video. Sure. 619-444-7062. Here we go. Eric is... Sorry that. We got a Skype call. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Phone's ringing. Oh my god. Hours are Tuesday through Saturday from 10:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We are closed on Sunday and Monday. Please leave a message and your call will be returned as soon as possible. También se puede dejar un mensaje en español. I got a Spanish line. I'm not even going to leave a message. No, no, I don't want to ruin it. Back during the hours. We Yeah. I feel like this deserves a full like part 3. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to talk about this more because, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. In no universe that I think that was going to be an active I'm number. I'm going to save it in my phone. I am in a full, granted, it's the giant Red Bull I drank, but I'm in full, like, what the fuck just happened? I'm really pumped. So, what did they, it's till 4 p.m.? I guess so, yeah. Not open on Sundays. But they're open on Saturdays, baby. They're open on Saturdays, baby. I mean, I'll call during the work day, man. <laughs> I'm trying to prepare for the landing, my dude. <laughs> we gotta get fucking ready, dog. Unarian Education Center. Is Uriel still alive? No, Uriel died in like 1993. Fuck, she didn't even make the 2001. No. Oh man. 
It's a bummer. She seems like a nice lady. I, I'm into it, man. As long as they didn't do any fucked up stuff. Well, that's what I want to, you know, before we f- throw our oh, full endorsement. <laughs> yeah, like she killed half the... Uh, as far as I know, as far as I know, no ritual suicides or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, okay, we got a we got a Skype call coming up, so uh, let's take it. Yeah, let's do it. Hello, you're on the line with Brian and Eric. Who's this? This is Carl. Carl, what's up, buddy? Carl, what's up, man? How are you? Doing yeah. well. Hey, Carl, uh, do you have any opinions on the uh, Uranus space landing cult? The what? Well, man, we've fallen down an incredible rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't know if you just logged in. We we discovered a series of uh, videos from the 80s from the the Unarian space cult. Oh, they're, they're in San Diego, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, somewhere close so. by, yeah. yeah. Um. I've been to their church before. When shut I, the uh, Carl, shut up! No, no way. Wow. The synchronicities <laughs> are adding up. I, I moved. I moved to the east east coast in uh, early two thousand one. The Navy brought me here, yeah. but for like fifteen years before that, I was stationed in various places in and around San Diego. Wow! And if it's the one I'm thinking of, the Unarius uh, Church, their their uh, their big main building is over in. Um, I think it's El Cajon, which is a little yes, bit that's east it. of San that's Diego. It. That is it. Yeah, that's okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I went I there. Thought. I went into the lobby a couple times. They used to give tours. I always would never, I would always miss the tours. But they had this little kitschy gift shop. And, oh, yeah, it was, it was weird. It, it, it's weird as you would think. Yes. yes. Is, are they are they chill or are they like a sinister, more Scientology no, they're, kind of deal? They're, I did not get... The um, who's the other ones? The ones who committed suicide? Oh, the Hellbop guys. Uh, that's like the Heaven's yeah, 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 Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaven's Gate. I yeah, yeah. did. I didn't get that vibe from them. Yeah. But I just had this this vibe that you know I I don't want to get sued or anything, but yeah. I had this. I would get this weird vibe that if you worked your way high enough up into the group, they would like. You know, like do wife swapping and shit like that. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, if it's just kinky shit, that's fine. I feel like that's always the secret in the inner <laughs> sanctum. It's like, ah, oh, we just kind of fuck each other's spouses, I guess. We do some drugs. I'm like, like all right. All right. <laughs> the, the space stuff? You, oh, we still believe in the space stuff, yeah. but it's mostly about the wife fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you find them? Uh, a buddy sent me an article, and I've been fascinated about it all day. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're an interesting group, and um, they have it's it's weird. There's this weird like a triangular intersection, and their building sits at like the top of this triangle intersection. Huh. <laughs> so they have and a building. The out- so they're making money. So this is a money making endeavor. Yeah, yeah, it is, and you can tell you found the place because the outside the the walls are covered with these like crazy murals of. Uh, uh, ladies with big hair and gowns and yeah. Star oh, Brothers. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Star it's, Brothers. It's crazy. Yeah. Star Brothers. <laughs> these videos, Carl, they're videos on YouTube. If you look them up on YouTube, these videos are like, it's just like one big space disco party <laughs> led by a and Southern Belle. That I want to be at. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> looks real fun. They, they had, I, I didn't watch them all the time, 
but the um, the main I can't remember which company it was, but the main cable company in D.C. had one of their channels, like federal law says they have to. The public ag- their they public had, access videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had they had one of their channels set aside for like public access stuff. And it was like every other Sunday at like 4 p.m. or something, the Unarian guys would be on for an hour. And it was always fun to watch. That's a, they put so, on a show. So they so yeah, they uh, do. Based on the limited research I was doing, basically they would do these public access videos where uh, they had their members reenact their past lives, wow. totally unscripted, wow. and uh, they're unbelievable. That's amazing. <laughs> so that that came along right before whose line is it anyway? Right? Is yeah. That where we're going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, people often credit Del Close with some improv, like. Founding, maybe not founding, but really perfecting <laughs> improv. But no, it was the Uranian space they, they nailed it. <laughs> uh, I was waiting in a doctor's office. And, uh... <laughs> Wild. Wild. Carl, I'm so glad you knew exactly what I was this talking about. You're, how, you're just like a magnet for the, for the esoteric and the strange. Carl but... should be doing a podcast. Yeah, Carl, you take <laughs> over Every, for Everyone one else says it's the weird, not the esoteric. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair. So what's, so what's up, man? I, we're glad you called in. Uh, your email and our correspondence, we felt like, was so packed full of just interesting little nuggets uh that we wanted to just have have you on again and we we're, we're happy you you obliged and and uh yeah sure do you want to do this on the phone here or do you want to try skype just keep doing this uh this works for uh we're going live okay. right now so if this works okay for you yeah okay that's fine cool um i th- i mean we could dive in pretty much anywhere i was super interested in your uh your navy ghost story one sec. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. I wrote this down just to. Uh, this was the summer of two uh, summer of 1991 in San Diego. I was uh, attached to an old ship. She's no longer around. God rest her soul. Uh, USS Okinawa. Uh, she was commissioned back in the Kennedy administration. Okay. And in the summer of 91, we had recently returned from the first Gulf War, and we needed some really, really bad yard work. And then we were set to deploy again back to the Gulf in uh, January 2002. So here we are in NASCO Shipyards, which is a terrible, icky, nasty place. Don't ever go there. Okay. And uh, I had, I, I don't remember which weekend day, but it was a weekend duty day, Saturday or Sunday. And I... Uh, had drawn the mid-watch this particular day, which meant I was on the quarterdeck from midnight to 4 a.m., and I had, I was I was uh, first class at the time, I was an E6, and I had a junior guy working with me on the quarterdeck. He was a second class. For some reason, I still remember he was a gunner's mate. I don't know why. This many years on, I still remember he was a gunner's mate second class. Yeah. So anyway... Uh, watch was uneventful, pretty quiet. We both get off watch. We're relieved at 4 a.m. Yeah. I go down to the main mess deck, which is closed, but the E6s had their own little, like, mini little corner of the mess deck. We had a refrigerator and milk and some Cokes and snacks and cereal and stuff. Right. So I was going to get a, I was going to get a bowl of cereal or something before I took a nap before Reveille at 6. 
Yeah. And so I, I'm walking towards the first class mess, and suddenly I don't remember seeing him as I was walking toward, but suddenly I saw this from the back walking away from me. I saw this kid. Okay. Walking away from me in, in the same uniform we stood to watch in, which was Summer White's. Uh, short sleeve, white cotton shirt, white cotton trousers, Dixie cup hat, the usual sailor stuff. Sure. He was walking, he was walking away from me, maybe 25 feet away, maybe 20 feet away. He's close. Okay. And he's walking away from me down, down this long P way, which was well lit. The main mess decks were closed. They didn't open until like quarter to six for watch standers. And so I, I called out to him. I said, Hey guns. You want me to get you something from the mess, you know, a bowl of cereal or something, and mess decks are closed, blah, blah, blah. He just kept walking, and I thought, huh, huh that's weird. And then he just disappeared. Like, yeah. boop, he was gone. And I went, oh, fuck, what was that? Sorry. But it was, it was like he took, like, two more steps after I called out to him, and he was gone, just like a switch. He didn't fade. He didn't turn to a cloud he just was gone right and i went oh crap what did what a, it's four o'clock in the morning and i'm up all night that's that's it yeah that's it but i always knew that maybe that wasn't it and maybe there was something else involved it just it was weird and because he was so close i mean he was, he was 20 feet away from me so just to so so you're you're kind of walking down this hallway towards this little this sort of this sort of smaller mess that you guys maintain for snacks and stuff you see this figure pass you. You turn. So he was, I, I was walking towards the mess, and suddenly I realized he's in front of me. He was just there. I didn't. Oh god! So he's walking away from you, but in the same direction you're going. In the same direction I'm going. Yeah. And then, and then he just. just ble- and I notice he's there. Yeah. So then I call out to him. He takes another couple steps, and then boop, he's gone. And I, I was like. Oh, what was that? That was weird. Woof. So he literally, this this thing or this person just literally sort of blinks into existence in front of you and then back out. I'm almost imagining like a hologram turning on and then. It, there wasn't, there was, there was no, there was no flashes of light. There was no yep. pyrotechnics. There was no noise. He just, he was gone. Boop. That's so strange. And, and no was, interaction. Did you get any sort of weird feeling or. No, no, except afterwards when I went, oh, what was, oh, God, what was that? Yeah. Holy crap. But it, it was, it was, see, and sailors are a, stu- a superstitious lot. Yep. Um, we have all kinds of, just Google sailor superstitions, and the, the list is long, let me the, tell you. Isn't there, aren't but, there all uh, sorts of rituals, like the first time you cross the equator, or the first time you, yes, yes. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and it's pretty much everywhere I've been in the Navy, any station ashore or any ship that's been around for any significant period of time, they will they will have their own story or two or three about something odd. They, they all do. They all will. Guaranteed. That's so... Uh, I actually... I have a, uh, a corresponding kind of kind of spooky tale... Um, in regards to the to the high seas, so I have a, a very good friend of mine uh, was in the Coast Guard, and he recently got out, and he did a tour up in Alaska, 
Uh-huh. And he's into he's into metal and like death metal and all that stuff, but he's not really like in a like you know you watch the X Files or whatever, but he's not like a big <laughs> occult, occult guy. But there was a kid. The Coast Guard is a really interesting service, and it it definitely attracts some interesting people to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I work with them in my job now, and it certainly does. Yeah, you meet some very interesting people in the Coast Guard. Yes, absolutely. Overall, great great guys, but definitely also some some interesting characters. But so there was a kid on his boat. They're basically cruising around the Bering Strait in like ice water, kind of dangerous waters, trying to look for fishermen and stuff in trouble, just patrolling. And there's a kid on the boat who is actually literally like a wannabe practicing magician, has like book of spells, like all that crazy stuff. Uh-oh. And everybody on the boat is just like giving him shit. Like they're just making fun of him. Nobody takes it seriously. Uh, there was one very Catholic uh, Mexican-American kid who did not did not like it, was not cool with this at all. They're about three days out, maybe, and the kid, I don't know, he does some weird ritual. A day later, they're in the middle of the, of the ocean, bait. They're not in sight of land, just fr- basically the, at the, on the bridge of the ship. Foot, 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 foot. No. Ravens start flying into the window oh, on the bridge. And this Nothing kid weird takes, about his, that. takes his book and fucking throws it over the side. <laughs> and he's like, you and your fucking book. <laughs> you better that's, relax. That's some weird shit, Crazy, man. crazy story. Crazy story. Um, so, yeah, re-superstitions. Yeah, after that, though, I mean, they made fun of him. They didn't take it seriously. But after that, the book was gone. He was not allowed to do any more of that, that stuff on board. I think that's entirely fair. Carl, thank you so much for calling in. That's uh, you're welcome. Thank you. I hope I hope uh, I hope you call in again, and we can dive more into some stuff. Because man, you are my favorite caller by far. Um, like when? Ah, we'll figure it out. We'll correspond okay. over email. But like, man, I got so many topics. Like, we gotta check in with Carl. <laughs> gotta check in with Carl. <laughs> Dude, I could, I could, I could fill in an hour easy. So just let me know when. Great. Maybe we'll just have you on as a proper guest one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude. Sure. Thank you again. Sure. Alrighty. Man, Carl's the best. Carl's great. Of course, of course, he knew the Unar. I mean, that's. Of course, he did. Yeah. Carl is gonna be our go-to like correspondent on everything, and like we're just gonna we're just gonna cut to Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, unbelievable. Uh. So we got to get back to the space cult. Okay, let's right? do the space cult. Like, we can't not talk about this space cult. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy that their number is still working. I We're going to have to find, like, there's definitely going to be a part two on this one where, where we've actually done some extensive research. Yeah, we should call them. Um, so should we watch one of their actual videos? Yeah, I think so. What is this like a is this like a fantasy movie? So what this is, this is one of their public access videos where they relive their past. Like that's the thing, humans hop from body to body. Uh-huh. Like kind of just their spirits. Yeah, yeah. Taking you know, sort of like new forms. Yeah. yeah. And so you remember your past life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, through actually making these videos, they don't always know them when they go into them. Right, right. How they get all this uh, interesting costuming together, I'm not sure. But uh, let's uh, so this this video 
is literally from the uh, Unarius Academy of Science, their YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, which, oh boy, we're going to dive into that. This has 14,000 views and was uploaded in 2014. Is it, or is their channel still like, is it still active? Let's investigate, shall we? Yeah. Uh, so let's see, we got their header video. So we're on their YouTube page right now. Uh, their last video. 1,300 subs. Their last video was uploaded two months ago. The Mother Goose Parade 2018. Hell yeah. Okay, I know what we're watching first. It's the Mother Goose Parade 2018, baby. Academy of Science. Go ahead. I just get the privilege of driving. Really? To the parade? <laughs> okay, so we're outside right. some sort of yes. nice. facility. We're leaving the parade. Yeah. Uh, really? A star wife has gone by. This is Mother Goose Parade 2018. We're skipping through. Oh, boy. Okay, so there is a station wagon. We're in the middle of a street. It's a I don't know what parade this is. I guess it's the Mother Goose Parade. Well, hang on. What's funny about this parade is, like, normally when you think of a parade, you think of just a big, long line, a procession of many, many people. They appear to have cleared the streets for literally just a station wagon with a paper mache UFO on top and, and four, four women. Trumpeting. I can't, I think that, I don't believe those are live trumpets. I believe the trumpets are added to this video yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But, and there's a golf cart swinger. I don't understand. There's people here to watch this. There's definitely a lot of, they have a police escort. But. <gasps> the UFO is opening. The UFO in the station wagon is opening up. Oh, that's sick. That's pretty cool. Whoa. Oh my god, Dubs. <laughs> that's actually a. That's a. They they've managed to contain like an entire flock of doves inside of this very small there UFO. There are an impressive amount of doves. A lot of doves coming out of that thing. But you're right. I don't know. Is this? Is there more to this parade? Is this their parade? I. I don't know. There's nothing else there, though. All right, I'm looking up right now. Mother Very Goose triumphant, parade. symphonic kind of music. Okay, we got the Mother Goose Parade. Is uh, the Mother Goose Parade in downtown El Cajon is one of the largest parades south of the Miss or not south. Uh, West. California's West. <laughs> Having some trouble there. Uh, no, so this is a real parade. Yeah. Like, so this is just a thing in that parade. So they're just one... Oh, one of the ladies. Hell yeah. Very nice looking uh, older lady. They seem very pleasant and nice. And what if they're right? What if they're right? What if legit they went to the chill party spaceship and they're like, all right, guys, just time to spread the word. When you guys are chill, we're going to come down and hang. And we're not chill. We're, we're not, not chill. We, we just, together. We don't believe the message. 
fuck. We fucked up. We fucked up. We fucked we up. We fucked up, man. We fucked up. Okay, okay. I will say this. They don't... I don't get like a... I don't get a creepy vibe. You know, I don't get an insidious kind of weird vibe from them. No. They almost seem like they're cosplaying. Right. I'm with you. It, it almost exactly feels what like a mean. Star Trek LARP. What I gotta ask... Like, what I gotta know, though, is... So, uh, there is a documentary, uh, and it's only about 11 to 14 minutes, mm-hmm. um... But uh, and that's what the article was really about. It was really an interview about that documentary. Um, but they interview some people who are in it and like talk about kind of what it's done for them. And what I want to know is like, what are their like coworkers think of them? Are they odd ducks? Or are they otherwise really straight and narrow? I would love to work with a Unarian. If we just had Unarians in our office, like one Unarian. Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious, but would it be a little like, yeah, no, and that's. That's like uh, he's, I feel he's like a they Unari. gotta That's... give you the spiel at least one time. Don't get Steve talking about the Unarian yeah, shit. Like he he's won't gonna stop. give you the the Space Bros Universal uh, Peace spiel. Just humor him. But I, I guess that's where the question is: is is Steve a cool guy, plays board games, and likes craft beer? I think so. And he, but, and he only gets into this Unarian stuff if you get him started. Yeah, or... yeah he loves to talk about it, but he'll do. Uh, he has other hobbies. You know what I mean? Maybe plays a little Minecraft. You think? hiking. <laughs> like, he's a well-balanced guy. Just a Unarian thing is something that's important to him. Man, I like this guy. Yeah, I think I Steve, hang out with this guy. Steve is probably a cool dude. Uh, okay, so we should... Go- I am curious, before we move on. So, Carl mentioned... Um, Carl did mention that they've got a building... They've got a building. They've clearly got money for a 69 Cadillac with a UFO on top and a flock of doves to release every year. Right. So there's got to be some income. We got to follow the money. Right. Right. Are they a nonprofit, like a church? I don't know. But where's the money coming? Where's the the money coming from? Dues? Is it like, you know what I mean? Right. That's what we got to. That's our investigation. Um. uh, Should we look into that or should we? You launch the vid. I'm going to look up their website. Great. See what's going on. Great. Okay, so this video is titled Creativity for AVAM. A-V-A-M, and I don't know what AVAM is. Um, We're we're open on a pretty close shot of maybe a caveman? Mm -hmm. A a shirtless man leaning on a stick. He appears to be outside. Seems very sad. My guilt of facing my destructive past. He's a. Okay, now now there's a spaceship, the disco spaceship. And each one will tell you how they individually conceive the infinite love from this being. It looks like there's a bridge. He's uh he's slowly walking up the bridge. Oh, and there's Uriel on like a crystal throne in a white dress and a, a, a headdress. And your people, you relate to her more closely. We call her the Elder. However, in her true spiritual self, she is known by the brothers of light as the Prince of the Realm, Uriel. So Uriel isn't just, you know, she's the Prince of the Realm. This is, so I think I think what's happening here is Uriel that we see, the Southern Bell Uriel, is but one manifestation of this infinite love being. Interesting. So I the love guy, this. look, the guy's going up the ramp. 
the caveman is going up the ramp into some kind of warm love space embrace. Disco heaven. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Looks like Uriel's arrived, and now she's in pink? This would be a sick music video. Right? I sure wish I had some uh, herbal assistance while watching this. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, The caveman is now looking out into infinite disco space. A little more hopeful now. He's looking pretty pumped. Uh, There's a shimmering light, and uh, oh, it's Uriel again, and she's in a very sparkly space dress. Oh, hang on. I know what we got to get. I know what we have to find right now. What do we have to find right now? Ruth Norman granted interviews. This is from the Wikipedia page. Great. Ruth Norman, a.k.a. Uriel. Granted, interviews appeared on Late Night with David Letterman. What? And the and the Dave Susskind show. And kept very up-to-date technologically with a video production studio built in the late 1970s. Honestly, it shows. These videos are pretty it's, The impressive. production value is pretty solid. Yeah, it's pretty good. Carl Coons from the chat says, cue the gay disco music. Hell yeah. I want a party like, on this spaceship. Like literally, just a shout out to the, to the Brooklyn uh, listeners. This is basically just like the inside of House of Yes. <laughs> is what... <laughs> If House of Yes was launched into space, that's like what this is, basically. Hell yes. This Love is, to party. This is me after like 12 Bud Lights walking into House of Yes. That's just the <laughs> dumb, primitive caveman <laughs> into just an infinite interdimensional love palace that I can't even understand. So good. Yeah. So good. Just beautiful humans who've transcended gender just spinning from the ceiling Fuck on yeah. various apparatuses. Oh, do we have to see if we can find that David Letterman interview? I think we should. Let's. Can we search uh, Ruth Norman, David Letterman? If we can find this. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's a cult. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can't find, unfortunately, the video. Uh, I'll have to look for it yeah. more extensively. But uh, would you not describe this as a cult? Let me look up, because there's here's the thing. There's specific criteria that make a cult a cult. Okay. You know what I mean? Like having, sure. having just goofy beliefs that may or may not be true and are probably not true is not enough to qualify you for a, like a cult. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Uh Let's see here. Hang on, let me let me pull this up and we'll see. Where's the money though? Where's that money coming yeah. from? I want to know if this is a predatory money thing. I'm I'm curious about that too. Like, do they are they shysters or are they like into this? Like, you know, the Warrens are a thousand percent shysters. Uh Tony Sparrow, come on our show. Um We gotta get Tony on. We gotta get Tony. We gotta get Tony on. Uh, okay, so here's we got there's subcategories of cult. We've got the your classic destructive cult, which is where members have through deliberate action physically injured or killed other members of their own group or other people. There is your classic doomsday cult. Ah, uh, of course. It's an expression which is used to describe groups that believe in apocalypticism and millenarianism. Kind of the the vanilla of your That's cult. a classic. So what's interesting, here's what I like about these guys. I'll give it to these guys, the Unarians. They're not saying the world is going to end. No. They're just, saying the world's going to get so rad. It's going to be so much better than... Yeah, they're fucking rules. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like, you don't have to really do anything... That we know of so far. 
That's true. I hope this doesn't take just the darkest turn. <laughs> you don't have to do anything except murder your children in their sleep. Right, right. And then just wait. I can't believe that's not on the front page of the website. I know. I know. Yeah, they tend to hide that stuff. Uh, so this is kind of on the borderline of a dooms, but it's like a reverse doomsday cult. It's a it's an awesome days cult. Then there's political cults. And if this is a political cult, it's just a very positive one. Yeah. It like, seems like. Fuck, these guys rule. Yeah, they're they're pretty, they're, they're dodging everything. There's polygamous cults. <laughs> we we don't know that they don't do that. Yeah, they could do that. They could. Which, they, hey, it seems like they would be into that. If everyone's cults. hey, if everyone's into that, fucking party down. Yeah, party. Not down. not the racist cults. Oh yeah. god, not the racist cults. Brian the po- the polyamory <laughs> cults. If everyone's having a good time with the sex stuff, then proceed. The racist cults. No. I think they're not racist at all. I don't think so. I, think I, I haven't seen any anti, evidence of that. Anti-racist. Terrorist cults. Also, no. I don't think so. I saw the doves. They were lovely. Yeah. I think that's... there. There's definitely a set of criteria that have to do with, like, uh, transparency of information, the ease with which you let members leave the organization. That's true. And, like, financial coercion and stuff. So, I don't know. But so far... I'm ready to join. <laughs> I'm fine with these guys. Eric's going to call with the full intention of, hello, where do I send a check? I love I love the bit of me like kind of cult shopping. Like I know <laughs> I want to join a group that will round out my identity. I just don't know which one. I'm shopping. I'm open for biz. We don't have a coworker who's a, in a Uranian cult. This so it's got to be you. Uh, let me, let's just say this. Uh, if you would like me to, to solicit me to join your group or cult or strange church, just send an email to <laughs> Brian and Eric Pod at gmail.com. Please detail the relative be- benefits. I'm shopping around. Uh, I'd like to hear a your free pitch. agent. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm playing the field, baby. Good God. I feel like we've barely cracked the surface we of this. We got to call this number. We got it. Oh, fuck. We got to follow the money. We didn't even follow the money. We're we didn't 50 even minutes start, in. We didn't even find the money to follow it. We don't even know where to buy their book. <laughs> I, I'm trying to give them money to get their book. Don't know where to even do that. <laughs> okay, hang on. Real fast, we got to dive into their website. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. We can't get out of here without like looking at their actual website. Yeah, I'm going to... Okay. They've been classified as a religion. Oh, wait. Unarius as an organization is strongly opposed to its common classification as a religion. Unarians consider their teaching or beliefs as a science and not a religion. Again, this is from the Wikipedia page. And assert that they practice a science that teaches the spiritual understanding of high-energy physics and reincarnation. They don't have a hierarchical structure, priests, clergy, initiation rites, weekly services, or ceremonies. Weird. Huh. I can't find a ton on their website uh, as far as like a mission statement, but uh, oh boy, I found the online store. What do we got? Uh, we got books. We got DVDs and MP4s. We got audio CDs and MP3s, Starship Pin, Pendant, Greeting Cards, Artist Shop, and Membership. Wow. Oh, buddy. $50 for membership? Is that an annual thing? Okay, here we go. Get this. 
Membership in Unarius. As a member of Unarius, you will receive a 20% discount on books, CDs, MP3s, DVDs, and MP4s. Transmission received from the Uranius Brothers of Light. Subscription to the Unarius e-news flashes via email. Unarius membership card. Unarius logo emblem pins. Uh, we should at least get a poster. These pins do look uh, pretty neat. Pretty sharp. Is it just a... You can't run an operation like this just on a one-time $50 membership, right? Well, you get a 20% discount on a, on all the merch. So they just sell merch? Yeah. I think they're just they're selling merch. Oh fuck. That's that, that that's my rule. It. Well, yeah. how do you how do you have a whole fucking building on that? I don't know, man. Maybe real estate was real cheap in El Cajon in the 70s. Maybe, fuck. You know? And if they're not cla- are they classified officially as a religion even if they reject it? Do they take like it the see, non-profit? It seems that they are. We're not a religion, but like we'll we'll have the government. No, I yeah, like in terms of government, like tax purposes, I I believe technically they are right. Okay, um, I think we're about to spend a lot of money on the Unaris Academy of Science. We should get at least one poster. I want the pin. Yeah. I want a membership. Yeah, the pin's pretty cool. It seems that I don't have a thing like this. Doesn't seem like an annual subscription. I think it's a one-time thing. We got some books here. Uh, we got Infinite Contact, Roots of the Earthman. I'd love to know about the Roots of the Earthman. Uh, okay, the book we got here is The Dawning of a New Age for Mankind on Earth began in uh, fif- one, uh, 156,000 years ago with the landing of with the landing on Earth of 11 space beings from the planet Lemuria. Lemuria. There's a really good Brooklyn band called Lemuria. Mm. That's probably what that is. Uh, the visit of these Lemurian masters to Aboriginal mankind, validated by uh, through the psychic memory of Dan Smith, was planned to help them understand the nature of spiritual life. Well, we should I, we should like do a whole episode on Lemuria because it pops up in a lot of weird esoteric belief systems. Well, I guess we're looking into that. Mm-hmm. Basically, all this episode was was just throwing some stuff at the wall that we need to research further. God damn! Yeah, we got it. We we went. We did. We tried to go down one rabbit hole, but instead we just discovered a warren of rabbit holes. Eric, we're lost in the dungeon of this Uranian alien cult. Man, get this. There's disco floors. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. sparkling dresses. There's no dungeon I would rather be in. You know what? And we got a number. We got a phone number. And we got a phone number. We got a fucking phone number. And hours of operation. We're coming for you, cult of Urania. Possibly, probably not to take you down. Probably just to hang no, out. No, to maybe join. I don't know. I think. Uh... Eric, we got a Twitter. It's Brian and Eric Pod. It is. That's on Twitter. It. That's also our email. Did you know that? I did know that. Now. You can, if you have any information on this Uranian cult, or or just nice group of boys. Yeah, I feel like we. Yeah, maybe we're mischaracterized. Just space bros. Maybe we got it all wrong. I'm like pumped about this. Yeah, I think this I think rules. We, I think we found <laughs> just the one positive corner of the occult world. It's and just good all the way through. And let's just cling to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. get ready, because this is what the next three episodes of this show we're are going to be about. A, we're doing a deep dive if we can remember and it holds our attention next week. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what will happen by then. Guys, this is Brian and Eric. Don't belong here. Uh, we're on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud and other places. Probably, hey, maybe rate and leave a review. 
Also, our music is by purple-planet.com, and our intro and outro are by Morris Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Spera, come on our show. Please do. Andrew WK, we're coming for you, buddy. Hang in there, pal. We're going to find you. And like, hey, Andrew WK, maybe you want to come hang out at this uh, Uranian cult. It's party space. It does seem like if he could design a cult, it might look a little something like this. Like, he'd fit right in, I think. Andrew. Let's do it. Come on, man. <laughs>